The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Catholic Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847-546-5733. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. to everyone and welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia, of course, is the Greek word for service. It is also the root word for deacon. My name is Deacon Richard Hudzik, and I am privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as vicar for deacons. I also get to work and pray with the good people at Mary, Mother of Divine Grace in Westchester, Illinois, a fairly recently unified parish, Divine Providence and Divine Infant Jesus. And sitting across the table from me as the COVID restrictions gradually loosen up a bit, uh, happy to have Deacon Dave Brensick uh, physically in here with me. 
is our associate director at the diaconate office and deacon at Holy Guardian Angels, another unified entity, St. Louis de Marillac and St. Barbara, and those combined, oh, at the same time as mine, uh, about 18 months ago or something That's like that. That's about right, okay. yes. Okay, so welcome and uh, good to see you, Dave. Good morning. Okay, so this is a show the Archdiocese has graciously granted to the Office of the Diaconate, and it's dedicated to talking about the call to service, how that is not something exclusive to the deacons, but it is a calling for all of God's people. And the way we get at this topic of service is by bringing forth, uh, not to pat ourselves in the back by any stretch of the imagination, but to bring forward uh, deacons and uh, deacons' wives and some of their activities around the archdiocese so that we might uh, invite you to come along with us and to participate with us as we endeavor to serve uh, the Lord uh, through the Word, uh, at the altar, and through charity. And so we're inviting you to take on for size uh, some of the things that we do. And so to help us uh, today in this uh, mission, we've uh, invited uh, guest deacon Dan Coglin, and he's going to talk today about today's topic. And that topic is uh, about lay ecclesial movement. So we're going to hit the ground running. Uh, deacon Dan Coglin, are you there? I am here. Thank you so much, Richard. Good to be with you, David, as well. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, it's good to be with you this morning. Great. Welcome, Great. Dan. Great. So let's, uh, just a word or two of introduction of, of who you are, uh, year of ordination, uh, where you live, parish of assignment, uh, that that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm uh, relatively new to the diaconate. Uh, I was ordained on May 11, 2019 by Cardinal Supich at Holy Name Cathedral uh, back when we could all gather. And so uh, I've reflected on that as I come up on my second year, uh, feeling um, a lot of uh, sympathy, for compassion for all the separation. And I remember that day fondly, obviously, um, to receive the Sacrament of Holy Orders with such a great uh, group uh, that, that was gathered Today, uh, I'm blessed to stay in touch with my cohort and uh, um, uh, wishing all the, uh, the, the people in formation continued uh, blessings as they navigate through this pandemic. So I am assigned to uh, St. Joseph's Parish in Libertyville. Uh, I, we've been, uh, with my wife Joanne, been members there, well, I guess coming up on 25 years. So um a great uh, community, uh, blessed to have other deacons serving there, and uh, that is where I'm at. Okay, so, good, good, good. So uh, welcome, welcome again, Dan. Thank you so much. So what we're going to be talking about, uh, generally speaking, is lay ecclesial movements. Mm-hmm. Three words, uh, it's a mouthful. Uh, let's tease that out if we, we could. What is a lay ecclesial movement? Why is it lay? Why is it ecclesial? And why is it a movement? Yeah, so um, so you've asked maybe the toughest question first. Well, we so, can we can uh, save that for no, later if great. you like. So it's defining, all downhill from here. Yeah, right. Exactly. It'll get easier from here. So defining a lay ecclesial movement or a community is uh, it's somewhat challenging uh, because the reality is by their nature uh, they're on the move, right? So they are a they are dynamic uh, groups uh, that don't easily fit into 
any neat uh, category. Basically, I'd say a lay ecclesial movement is a, is a collective term for many volunteer groups and associations that uh, have arisen in the church, mostly in the 20th century. And what they, what they do is they offer the possibility of really going beyond the boundaries or broaden the horizon of the mission and ministry of the church. So the movements are a spiritual resource for the church, and by term and, I would say, definition, uh, they are, I believe, an expression of the evolution of the church uh, on the move, the continuation of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit at work with and through each and every one of us and in our lives. So they they represent a variety uh, of different charisms, and I think we'll get into that a little bit this morning. Um, in terms of, they, they represent that in terms of understanding different ways that the Spirit moves and the, the method of uh, formation. So... Um, I guess if we break it down, uh, lay ecclesial movement. So the laity means um, members that gather um, of the church, those members that are just simply distinctly different from the clergy, but ecclesial, um, general enough to cover the wealth and uh, forms that, you know, produce the life creativity of the Spirit. So laity, those non-clergy uh, that are gathering in the Spirit of the Church, and uh, they're on the move, so they're linked to the charisms that are communicated in part um, through some charismatic leader or initiative that we can, we can talk um, a little bit about. So each all right, Dan, I'm going uh, to jump in here. We got yep. a signal. We're going to go to a break, and we'll be back, and we'll continue oh, unpacking okay. lay ecclesial movements. Ecclesial ministries. Awesome. Are you work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one -one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson-Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See 
as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. Part two of Diaconia Call to Service. We're talking with Deacon Dan Coglin about lay ecclesial movements. Uh, and Dave, uh, Dave, you had a, you want to jump in with a question here? Yeah, Dan. Just to clarify, now these movements are throughout the universal church, not just the archdiocese, correct? Yeah, ex- exactly. It's a great, uh, it's a great question, uh, Dave. And the um, some of the best known movements. Um, actually, I think, began in Europe, and it's it's really part of the universal or international uh, church. So uh, we, we certainly um, have some that are more active within the archdiocese, but if you look at the lay ecclesial uh, movement, um, it's, it's just part of the history of the church. It used to be part of the pontifical council of the laity, and now I believe under the um, the Holy See, it's the Dicastery for Laity and Family Life, and it's under the direction of Cardinal um, Farrell, who I believe is out of Ireland, though I think he spent some time here in the U.S. So there's, if you go on the, uh, uh, the Vatican website, there's actually six pages that list the various uh, lay ecclesial movements worldwide, and some of them are... Um, you know, interesting couples for the Christ movement began in uh, the Philippines. The Holy Trinity community was founded in Indonesia. Uh, the secular mission for Carmelites was established in Colombia. Shalom Catholic community was created in Brazil. The Christian Life movement, um, I believe, was uh, founded in Peru, and and so goes the list. Um, so, Dan, let me the, let me let me ask yeah. this question. Uh, yep. What is your connection here in Chicago uh, with with the lay ecclesia movements? Uh, wh- why are we talking to you? Let me, let me put it that way. So, um, so Cardinal Supich in uh, has designated uh, a liaison for the lay ecclesial movements that are active within the Archdiocese of Chicago, um, signifying. Uh, how significant significant they are in terms of uh, bringing the spirit, their individual spiritualities and support of the church. And so um, I'm liaison to those different groups. Um, if you look at the archdiocese 
of Chicago website. There's a link there. I think there's, uh, don't hold me to it, 22, 23 different uh, lay ecclesial movements that have been not only recognized by the universal church, but are, but are recognized by the archdiocese because there's, you know, feet on the street here, if you will, and they're active. And so um, prior to my appointment, which is just a, a couple of months old, so I'm relatively new to this position, it's, it's a unique, different way uh, that, a, that a deacon in the call to service can uh, interact with the church and bring, bring support and, and ministry to um, maybe in a unique way. I think my predecessor was um, now Bishop uh, Jeffrey Grob, who is the bishop for Vicariate One, and so it goes back a long way where uh, the cardinal, cardinal presiding has uh, had a, a liaison to, um, to support uh, these different spiritual movements within the church. So and that gets us it, into this, uh, you know, coming back to, to the word ecclesial and also your recitation of the, the worldwide dimension of a number of these groups. But these are not uh, clubs that are uh, entities under themselves, and the cardinal has a liaison, uh, not be for any reason other than the fact that these are ecclesial movements. These are connected uh, to the church. To the church, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, and so that's uh, that's why we why we call them ecclesial, uh, and that's why they're part of of the church universal, uh, Chicago as well. Now you made mention of the uh, the archdiocese webpage, and I, I I took a look at that uh, recently. And if you on the homepage, if you in the search bar, uh, if you enter lay ecclesial movements, you will ultimately get to uh, to your your portion of the of the webpage. It's under offices and ministries, but you're you're right. There's twenty twenty some uh, ministries uh, movements listed there. And, and just Richard, yeah. just for context, there's probably uh, on the um, uh, the Vatican page. There's probably over 150. I I stopped counting after page six. Wow! So it's wow. very it's a it's a it's an international movement. It represents the Universal Church. Now, what are and some these, what what are some of these uh, some of these names are familiar to us uh, here right. in Chicago? Give me some examples of those. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I'll, I'll touch on one, um, for example, they, they, they come in all shapes and sizes and just various spiritualities, right? And, uh, so one right in my backyard, since I reside in Libertyville, is, uh, the Militia of Immaculata, which was started by, um, uh, uh, St. Colby, um, right, right there, the Shrine of Maximilian Colby is right right here uh, locally, and uh, that was started back in 1917, and the members are called to evangelize and witness to the faith in the spirit of, of, of Maximilian Colby, and, and the shrine is, is right here, um, and, and so that's active in this area. Uh, Reginum Christi um, in, includes... Uh, uh, lay people, and uh, there's there's a group here that are devoted to the Blessed Virgin Mary, characterized um, uh, by their commitment to um, a, a celibate life 
and and the like. And then it, it, there's uh, the worldwide marriage encounter. I've been around for a long time. I, uh, I remember my parents, uh, my mom's just about to be 90, so it was a long time ago, but I remember my parents going to a marriage encounter weekend um, to help strengthen uh, their marriage. Um, there's, of course, uh, the Legion of of Mary, uh, several of these have Marian devotions uh, attached to them. The Legion of Mary that in, encourages um, uh, Catholic faith uh, through through that uh, particular devotion. Um, We've got Curcio. Curcio, yeah. Uh, Dave and Curcio. I are both uh, familiar with Curcio. Yeah, I. Uh, I haven't done a Crisio weekend. That's a renewal retreat a weekend. Well, you when might we, speak when we, to that. But. When we come back from our break, Dan, we're going to take you to task as to why you have not yet made your Crisio. Uh, so. Oh, because I'm a, I'm a chirp guy. Christ get, renews his oh, parish. Sorry. So uh, very close, very close to Crisio, but We'll be back. Okay. adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312 312- Nine three seven three three seven five. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. The effort to get vaccinated, why the church is helping to spread the word. We'll go inside the classroom as a national study shows how Chicago's Catholic schools are keeping students on track during the pandemic. And too many people are going hungry. We'll visit a food pantry where Catholics are working to meet that need. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Are you 
And we're back for the third and final segment of Diaconia Call to Service, talking to Deacon Dan Coglin. With me in the studio is Deacon Dave Brensick. And generally, we're talking about lay ecclesial movements. And just before the break, we were starting to take Deacon Dan to task for his failure, uh, his abject failure in, in not attending Crisio. Dan, of course, I am pulling your leg. Uh, chirp is a wonderful thing. Crisio is uh, you know, something I'm familiar with, and it's, it's one of these lay ecclesial movements. I wanted to mention a couple more uh, that are probably familiar to many of our listeners. One is the uh, La Arche community, uh, working with people with uh, cognitive disabilities. The Catholic Charismatic Renewal Center of Chicago, and we know that, Dave and I do, because they're, they're on the second floor of our building, uh, our office in Forest Park. There's the Renovacion Charismatica Católica Hispana, the uh, uh, Spanish uh, language uh, charismatic renewal. There's communion and liberation. There's a, uh, I won't even, uh, I won't try it, but it's uh, in Polish, the, the fa- family branch of light and life movement. There is the Escuela de la Cruz and Focolari, and that's just uh, a handful of, of, of them around there. And, and Dan, you said there were hundreds on the... Uh, on the Vatican website. Richard, for getting me out of the doghouse. It's like thanking people at the end of a banquet as soon as you leave someone out. So I wouldn't want to exclude anyone. And it's a, um, these all have their, their own charisms, uh, the, the passion around, you know, bringing uh, the good news to people and uh, uh, the people of our church. And I, and thank you for mentioning a few others. I know our time is short, but there's there's just uh, uh, great engagement and uh, in, involvement in a lot of these different uh, charismatic or um, uh, lay ecclesial movements, whether they be charismatic or otherwise. And so thank you for mentioning oh, a sure. few others. Yeah. So Dan, if I'm just a you know regular old Catholic, you know maybe I'm a lector or Eucharistic minister, Mm-hmm. How, why do I get involved with the lay ecclesial movement? Why would that be something I'd want to pursue? So um, it, it's really where uh, what the Lord is calling you to and where the Spirit is at work uh, in your life and how you can uh, help uh, renew my church. Uh, that's obviously a, a front and center issue. We're going through this uh transition, and these are um, people that are truly helping us renew our church through uh, spreading the Word of God in in different ways, through different spirituality. So I, I think if you're longing for something or not feeling engaged, even if you're involved in certain ministries, there could be a, a certain movement uh, that, that draws you closer to the Lord. And I I guess um, I'd answer that by saying it. Um, I'm always inspired as I learn more and more about these different movements, and I, I sort of get up to speed with the, the coordinating committee and and trying to uh, encourage them. I just I go back to Paul's letter from Corinthians, and I I think uh, if you look at chapter 12, uh, his beautiful discourse about unity and variety, and there's different types of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit and different service to the Lord, but um, uh, different workings of God, but um, who produces everything in all of us. And so it's just, you know, the whole, that scripture passage about the hand and the foot and the eye doesn't say to the mm-hmm. ear, I don't need you. And so um, I think uh, 
that's what speaks to me scripturally about why I might get involved. If I'm just sitting in the pew or even if I'm engaged in my parish, there might be something that sets me on fire that renews uh, my my faith in in the church and uh, gets gets me more engaged and involved. And so and we've got uh, we've got grace building on nature. So you know, one mm-hmm. of these just might attract me that it 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 says something to my soul that I have this Marian devotion or I'm the family exactly. is dear to me. And so. This is an opportunity with, with some measure of, of structure. I don't want to say by any stretch that it's, it's confining, but it's, uh, it's a previously trod path and a group of people we can associate with. So, right. Dan, we've got uh, the bumper music at the end. I want to thank oh, you. And uh, all this information is on the Archdiocese website as well as the Vatican. So, Deacon Dan Coglin, uh, thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to hearing uh, more good news about the lay ecclesia movements in the archdiocese and around the world. God bless you, Dan. God bless you, David, and uh, to all of our listeners. Thanks, Dan. Thank, thank you so much. Have a great day. God bless. God bless. my right hand or at my left is not for me